Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here on this Saturday of Souls as we prepare to enter into the time of Great Lent when we simplify our lives and attempt to double our efforts to learn who God is and to become like Him. And in preparation for this, the Lord gives us the Lord's Prayer. And we should take time with this prayer. We should meditate on it and look at it and chew on it because it is a remedy for what is wrong with the world. This past week, I ran into a phrase from Carl Jung that I thought was really interesting. He said that modern man cannot see God because he doesn't look low enough. And what he means by that is that modern man in all of its various and sundry incarnations thinks of himself too highly to be able to see God. He doesn't look low enough because he has placed himself above God. His ego is such that he cannot look beneath him to see that God is there and the humility that it requires to see God in all of his grace and all of his wonder and all of his love requires us to lower ourselves. And if we look at what is going on in our own culture today, we can see this everywhere. We can see the behavior of what Christ calls the hypocrites, those who seek the praise of men and not the praise of God. Just check out any Twitter stream and the virtue signaling. Look how great I am by proclaiming this particular ideology. Aren't I great? Don't, um, aren't I awesome? Aren't I famous? Look at all of the followers that I have and the retweets that I have. And we see it in our politics in the fact that both parties today place politics above God in the sense that it is public policy that will save us. It is our understanding of the economy that will save us and not God. We have placed ourselves on such a high platform that we cannot see God because God is down there, incarnate, hanging on a cross, showing us that humility and not pride, not our own efforts, are the path to salvation. And if we look at St. Theodore the Recruit, who we celebrate today, he demonstrates that this reality of actually modern man is not the only man who has put himself on such a high platform or who has put civic duty and politics above God, because he, as a new recruit in Asia Minor, was commanded to make sacrifices to the idols. And he said no. And he was accused of treason. Because in the Roman world, it was a civic duty to make sacrifices to the idol. Because it was seen as you being a good citizen of supporting the empire, of placing the political entity of the empire above yourself. And of course, from a Christian point of view, we can't do that. We can't put a government above God because God gave us everything. So of course, St. Theodore said no, and he was martyred for it. 
It was so important to place himself beneath God and to understand that it is God who is the master of the living and of the dead. That he was willing to boldly and voluntarily walk into the bonfire that they had built for his own death. Knowing that the God who humbled himself on the cross gives him eternal life. And that it doesn't matter whether or not we taste death because death has no sting. And we can only see that when we lower ourselves, humble ourselves walk the walk of the Orthodox Christian life that we are about to take here in Great Lent. And let's look shortly and briefly at the Lord's Prayer to see how it shows the way. Our Father who art in heaven, it's the first line. We focus on God, not on man, not on the praise of men, but on God the Father himself. Our Father art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You are holy, holy above all things. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. His will be done, not our will, not mankind's will. His will be done. And his will be done in both heaven and on earth. We either choose to cooperate with that will and participate in his will, or we turn our back on it and give up on all of the things that he is giving us. And notice that we say, thy kingdom come. We are praying for the second coming of Christ. We are praying for the end of time. We are praying for the end of all things so that the kingdom of God may come in its fullness and its glory so that everyone can taste the resurrection. And notice at the end, forgive us our trespasses. There's a fundamental stance and understanding of who we are as human beings in that phrase. Forgive us our trespasses because every single one of us has sinned and we sin every single day. So we are in desperate need of that forgiveness. And when we have that as our frame of mind, humility follows because how can we look at ourselves as sinful and then elevate ourselves, as modern man does, above God and say, look how great I am, the sinner? No. A humble person understands that, yes, evil has been done through me and all good comes from the Father of lights. Let me humble myself before him, ask him for his forgiveness in the full knowledge that he sent his son to go to the cross to die, to eradicate sin, to remove sin, to allow us to unite ourselves to him so that no sin can exist in us as long as we have him in us. And for that one brief moment here later in this liturgy, we will experience that reality when we partake of the body and of the blood. In that singular moment, all sin, every transgression, all of it will be gone because we are united with God himself. And sin is the separation of man from God. So let us not be the modern men that Jung saw in the world. Let us humble ourselves so that we can look lower 
and behold Christ on the cross, dying so that those sins which weigh us down might be eradicated. That the end of this long road that we are about to take with great Lent, we may all taste the resurrection of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, to the ages of ages.